what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, I'm Amy Chang, and I'm a nationally board-certified health and wellness coach, and this is Healthy AF. Here, we're going to bring to you all things health. You'll hear stories of people who have transformed their health, and in the meantime, transformed their lives. We'll answer those burning questions about the newest health strategies, and we'll tackle some common roadblocks that my clients bring to me all the time. Lastly, we're going to talk to some practitioners who will bring to you different modalities that they're passionate about and how you could benefit from using those. So buckle in. We're going to be inspired, instructed, and have a little fun with Healthy AF. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Healthy AF. I'm so excited to be here. You would not believe how long I've tried to schedule this podcast because I love our guest coming on. She is Summer McPherson, and she is the owner of Wilmington Latin Dance. I asked her to pop on the podcast today because um, in my community in Wilmington, North Carolina, she is so clearly dedicated to dance and its uh, impact on health. And I could not drink that up more, not to mention the fact that when you watch her dance, it's like watching a river flow over rocks. It's smooth and passionate and fast all at the same time. So please welcome Summer McPherson. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, we scheduled this how many times? Three or four? Too many. I am so grateful for your patience. (laughs) Oh, well, me too. I mean, calendars are the bane of my existence. So I get it. I get it. And then you throw children into the mix and, you know. It's out of your control at that point. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Somebody threw up in the minivan. Just got to have to reschedule that. (laughs) (laughs) I used to kid that when I had them all three finally in the car, if I didn't get in there and somebody had not poo their pants, (laughs) it was was kind of an unusual day. Oh, anyway, that's not why we're here. Summer, tell us all about you, please. I'm fascinated. There's so much to tell. There but is. Focusing on Wilmington Latin <laughs> dance. <laughs> um, so my dance journey started back in 2001. It actually started before that. So I've always been curious about dance growing up, but it was not a an encouraged thing. It was more like, wow, we enjoy music and dancing. Go play sports. Go do this. Go do this. this is really? Now do. I'm surprised. Yeah. So I didn't start. I, I took a lesson. I was still in high school. I was 18. I went and t- took a swing lesson um, at a, a local place in Charlotte. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is so much fun. Didn't do anything with it. Like couple, like maybe a year later, found myself in a Latin night. And I actually just remembered this memory not too long ago that I was like, I went to a Latin night when I was still living in Charlotte, like as a still in high school and um, loved it. Still didn't do anything with it. A friend of mine asked me to go out to see a band here in Wilmington. Um, it was the old Firebelly Lounge. And I didn't know it was going to be a swing band or a swing go bull dance band. And um, I didn't know he danced. So we just kind of found ourselves like, oh, yeah, 
I could follow. I could try to, I could try to figure it out and met another instructor. And that was kind of like the start to it. Mm -hmm. So I started taking swing lessons, um, loved it, started just dabbling into other different styles of dance. I took a salsa lesson. I went out that night and fell absolutely in love. So (laughs) that's how that started. So I I, um, started dancing in 2001 and then um, started teaching about 2005. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we moved to Charlotte. I just want to say, you never hear that with with dance instructors. You never hear that. It's always, um, yeah, I've always danced since I was little. I went through high school. I did, you know, you always hear that story about dance mm-hmm. instructors who own their own, you know, dance studio. You mm-hmm. I, Really, you don't hear, yeah, I just picked it up and loved it and decided to rock and roll. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. People are like, you know, we get so many dancers from all ages and they're like, I wish I started this sooner. And like, yes, I felt the same exact way. Totally felt the same exact mm-hmm. way. But we start at the right time. So that was the right time for me. But um, yeah, I I moved to Charlotte, moved to Charlotte and I um, started teaching with Charlotte Latin dance and we then decided to come back here. So I asked to bring their model with me. So we are a sister school to Charlotte Latin dance and we launched Wilmington Latin dance in 2012. Mm. And I've had so much fun. So much fun since. Did you uh, anticipate that it would be fun? Yes. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. All, you know, we, we get to show up and we, I get to dance, I get to teach. And those are like the most fun things to do. Uh, but there's so much, I mean, you, you run your own business. There is so <laughs> much work. And then. Yes, I'm familiar. Fun. it's great when I'm coaching coaching is great marketing and accounting and planning and calendaring those are not fun fun pieces for me coaching is great yeah 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 so it's definitely been a journey and it's like I don't know I, I I have absolutely loved getting to, to build, like enjoy the community, but now there's a whole different focus of really building, especially after COVID. So mm-hmm. we t- just kind of take, took a big pivot, you know, having COVID, not being able to be connected, um, going online and doing all of that and um, started a website and connected with instructors around the world to be able to offer classes online through 567andance.com. Mm. And that was wonderful. It was a really nice connecting piece for sure. Um, But yeah, now that it's like ramping back up, everybody's ready to rock and roll and do all the things that we found in those years that we couldn't do or Mm. thought like, oh my gosh, I never did this. Like, I'm going to do it after. It's been super fun to see so many people um, come through. I have so many, um, I have so many thoughts in my little noggin right now. And I I want to, I know. And I want to uh, start with when you did that first dance class, uh, the pop-up Latin night, uh, and took your first shag lessons and like we're in that little baby seedling 
of dance. What was it that dance brought to you that you just could not get enough of? Mm. Great question. I know. Feel free to be silent. It's okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, Then it was just, it was almost like a piece of the puzzle that wasn't ever there. Hmm. It was the excitement. It was the music um, being amongst at least in the Latin world, being amongst like so many different cultures and getting to learn so many things. It was just different ways of challenging me. Um, But at the same time, even then it was a sense of freedom. So like, that's kind of been like, if anybody asks me what, what, if you think of one word that dance brings, mine is still freedom. Hmm. Um, So just the, the freedom of the moment, because when you're like this style of dance is social dancing. So it's all improvisation. You know, you get to learn the, the, the basics or the words of the language. And then you go and try to speak this language in a nonverbal way. Mm. Um, But your body gets to express it and you get to express this in connection with a different person, almost every song. And it is bliss. It's yeah, that so is a beautiful way of expressing that. And I think I got it. Like, I think I felt that in my bones. I'm going to give it back to you so that we can test my coaching ah. skills and see if I got yes. it right there. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, if, if I were to say what you said, it's like the unspoken stuff inside of you gets to come out in a moment to moment to moment present way with like no pre-planning, just all intuition. And yet it's intertwined with connectivity to so many different people, not just the person you're dancing with, but the person you're going to dance with next and the person you dance with last and all the people dancing around you. And it's just this um, flow. Free flow. Flow is the best. Yeah. What a beautiful way to speak that back. Mm. Good. I'm glad I got it. That was a tough one. You gave me a mouthful right there. Yes. And now I have chills and I want to put my sweatshirt back on. (laughs) Yeah. I think for me too, um, you know, I, I grew up dancing. I was that one where like I started at five and did tap ballet and jazz and, um, really absolutely drink up dance and really movement in all kinds of forms. Um, and then I got to be a grown up and I stopped, mm-hmm. you know, I stopped. I, I wasn't going to the club. I wasn't throwing it down in the club. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> right. And I wasn't um, attached to any partner who loved dance Mm-hmm. So when you're not attached to a partner who loves dance, and I've seen this in different couples, I'm sure you've seen this too, where one partner is not attached to dance and one partner is like a free flow freedom in dance. And this partner who's the non-dancer can be intimidated 
They can be blocked. They can be jealous. They can maybe not understand, like, what's the drive? Why do you want to go touch strange people and move around like that? You know, um, and and I've, I, <laughs> let me just say this. When I found myself newly single again, mm-hmm. midlife, mm-hmm. I was like, A, I'm getting into a dance class. I don't care what kind of dance class it is. I may choose ballet. I may choose uh, shag or, you know, whatever. I, I'm not even sure what I'll choose, but I'm getting back into a dance, a structured dance lesson. And mm-hmm. I'll never again be around some someone who doesn't want me to dance. Cause yeah. like, that's on you, baby. <laughs> this girl is going. Yes. <laughs> you can't not. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to hold it in. Yeah. It's so when I was in the third, in. when I was in the third grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Martin and uh, he called my mother and said, I don't know what to do about Amy. And she said, you know, what's going on? And he said, well, when we were outside playing kickball, she was on second base and she was dancing. <laughs> and, and he said, and I said to her, Amy, yeah. He's like, Amy, why are you dancing? And apparently I said to him, well, sometimes the dance just has to come out. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And at 50, I'm still rolling. Like sometimes the dance has to come out. That's true. So if, if what you picked up from your journey into dance was freedom and, and flow in that freedom. Uh, I know that you provide that in your dance opportunities for people because I've watched you. But um, how have you seen that materialize in your opportunities and, and in specific people who come to you and for the first time are opened up to that sense of freedom? Mm-hmm. Mm. It is one of the coolest things to be able to hear back from people that come out and experience, whether it's a dance class, whether they come out to one of the events and see what our community is doing. And it's just like, I had no idea this was going on. Like, this is a thing. Um, And even people that grew up dancing that are like, we've been looking for this to be a part of, you know, our community since we've moved here. And this is our very first time to see this after however many years, Um, you know, so many different examples. Right. But it is seriously the coolest thing to get that feedback of this has changed my life. Hmm. No matter how long, like no matter how long they dance for, even if it's just, you know, they'll come to classes and they're part of the community. They come out to the events and they've gotten to know some of the other dancers in the community and just have really enjoyed themselves. That could be, you know, an example of I have been looking for community. I have never done this before and I've always wanted to do it. And this has changed how I, how I show up in my daily life. Uh, the self-confidence, just that reiteration that I can do it. And it's like, I can have fun doing it. Hmm. Um, how they, you know, how it might just impact anything outside of dance. I say it all the time. 
it's about the dance, but it's not even about the dance. Like all of the lessons and all of the little tidbits of things of trust and connectivity and respect and um, the confidence that you gain in, in learning a skill. All of that is in everyday life. Like it doesn't have to just apply to dance. So I don't know. I'm, I'm blown away all like all the time over all of these years that people come back and they're just like, this is seriously been the best thing that's happened to me. I've been in a really dark place and like, this is, this has brought me so much joy or I'm really out of my comfort zone and I am excited about it. Uh, so I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> you did great. I'm not sure if you did either. I was just, I was just sort of like listening to you. I was, I was like, oh. I was feeling that. I don't know if you remember the one night I was in class. And of course, I'm always right behind you because like I yes. know where my spot is. I want to be right <laughs> behind you because if I can see your feet, my feet can follow your feet. But if I can't see your mm-hmm. feet, then sometimes I'm, I'm lost and I'm mm-hmm. watching you. And you're dancing and I'm zoned in on your feet, of course. And then I raise my uh, gaze and I see your arms just like, honestly, flowing like a river. And um, and I start dying laughing right behind <laughs> you because I started to try to mimic your arms with my arms. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was not a river. It was not a river. <laughs> not a river. <laughs> but the, uh, the vulnerability of I'm going to try it. Mm. And then you look in the mirror and it's not a river and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. You know, mm-hmm. um, that, that is what your studio sort of some of the, some of the space and the growth that your studio provides for me and some of the yeah. fun is like, wow, I totally missed that step. And I'm, I'm still worthy. You know, I'm still good. Everything is fine. You know, clearly I need to raise my hand and ask to see that on the repeat. But yeah. That, 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 I cracked myself up trying to mimic your arms. So it. one thing I, um, love and I think is a little paradox that I wanted to um, punt over to your side of the field here is, you know, dance is freedom and um, it's been freedom for you and it's freedom in your classes to be able to mess up, to be able to have, you know, creek like arms, not river like arms, you know, um, and freedom of expression and it's intuitive and it's in the moment and it's partnered and one partner leads. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if you could speak to the relationship between uh, the following partner and their um, intuitiveness and choice Mm -hmm. in how they express the music and the lead and their um, leading with that intuition. I wondered if you could speak to that. Yeah. Um, So I like to explain it to people that have never done this before. Uh, There are two roles. So just like you said, there's the role of the lead and then there's the role of the follow. And 
the lead is responsible for maintaining, setting the timing to the music and through the dance, maintaining that hopefully and um, making the suggestions. Yeah. Making the suggestions for the moves for the follow to execute um, along with protecting, being respectful of their dance partner, protecting on a social dance floor. Cause it's, you know, it gets crowded. It gets full. So, yeah, just having that awareness on how to be able to care for. Um, and then the, the role of the follow is also to maintain time in time with the lead. Um, you know, there's gentle ways to be able to kind of course correct, but at the same time, you know, you can enjoy the dance consistently if, you know, the lead just stays there on time and the follow is able to respond. So that, that's really the role of the follow is act, active res responding all the time. It is not just, I'll just follow whatever they're doing. It's, you have to know, like, you have to know your, your own way of, of movement, timing and, and dance. Another responsibility is knowing the, those suggestions so that then you can execute the move. Um, as well as caring for and respecting your partner as well. Um, but it's a nonverbal conversation, mm. right? So, you know, the lead is, it's like the, the example of playing tennis, right? And, and talking. So lead serves it, follow serves it back or hits it back. And the conversation is a go. So I say that the role of the lead I'm sorry, the follow is, is an active responder because it's so important um, just as much as the lead. It's a hundred percent from both. So it's not the, the lead is in charge of everything because at sometimes the follow, they end up having to follow the follow, right? Mm. Um, if they go in and break into some of their own styling or movement or in some of the actual moves, they're following the follow. So it's a lot of, Again, trust, um, knowing your own stuff to then know how to be able to put it together. Um, a lead gets to know who they're dancing with. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to try like all these advanced crazy moves, hopefully, on somebody that's just started. But again, that's listening. That's paying attention. That's you know, getting to know this empathy. That's like all of the things. That's, again, it goes back to it's your daily life. Yeah. How to be able to communicate and interact with people. It's um, about but dance, but it's not about dance. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and that is actually one thing that I love about the way y'all present um, lead follow um, in class and I got a little bit tickled one day, the first day, I guess, I ever heard y'all say, he's, he, it's typically the lead is a he. I mean, I learned to shag in the kitchen with my mama. So like, mm -hmm. we're very, everybody's just dancing with whatever partner you have. But mm -hmm. that lead makes a suggestion. Mm -hmm. And then the follow can accept that invitation or not. Um, I know when I tore my Achilles and then started coming back and dancing some again, um, I had to be careful. There were some, there were some suggestions I didn't follow because I wasn't sure I could turn that quick on that healing 
Achilles and feel confident and comfortable and safe. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there were some declined invitations for yeah. turns over here. Yeah. yeah, and that is part of that and, and knowing your partner. I, I love the way, um, uh, you know, if you if anybody out there has ever done partner dancing before, I think we've all been partnered with at work uh, in our families and on the dance floor, someone who is in the position of lead who is not leading. Mm-hmm. And there's that sense of like, I don't know where you, where I'm supposed to go and what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. of the leader who is leading the follow so forcefully that the, the follower has literally no free will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes the, that either. <laughs> no, nobody likes that either. And as somebody, it was a dance instructor in Austin at uh, Gr- Grun Hall, dance, dance hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said to the ladies, all right, now, have y'all ever tried to walk a dog that's pulling the leash? <laughs> Don't be that dog, right? So yeah. I think we've also been in a position where uh, we're trying to lead and the follower mm-hmm. is also trying to lead. Mm-hmm. And that's like no bueno. Like somebody's got to, somebody's got to be the inviter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. there's just yeah. so many lessons that we can transfer right from the partner dance floor to, you know, relationships in so many areas of our life. So true. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what would you say to a person who um, maybe wants to get into dance and doesn't know how to start? doesn't know how to start. I think the hardest part, just like going to the gym, is getting there, right? Showing up for it. Um, What I like to encourage people when they come in for the first time, or even when I'm having a phone conversation with them before they even come to class or come by the studio, uh, is we all start somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of us started somewhere. You might see this person's progress in their journey. You're going to have some of the other dancers that are in a, more of our advancing classes in here to help assist as well as just keep working on their basics. Um, but it, it's really, it's the courage to show up, right? It's the courage to just say, yes, I'm going to do this. It's going to be awkward. Maybe not. Maybe you have that personality or that um experience where it's just like mine where, yeah, I was nervous to go, but I was like, yes, this is what I want. Um, so, you know, we get so many, everybody has a different reaction to it. Um, but it's, it's remembering that it's not going to be perfect the first time, Mm. the second time or the third time. And that it, it really is a journey. So, um, it, it was kind of like, Uh, the other time that you had mentioned us in the podcast, um, your previous Mm -hmm. ones, uh, it might be getting to meet somebody else. And like all of a sudden you're like, Oh, you just moved here too. Oh, that's cool. You know, and just building connections other ways. Sometimes folks, I can isolate themselves and just like dance and then leave dance and then leave. And then, you know, the, the lack of 
connectivity and the other people that are there can can become harder than it needs to be, I guess. Um, Do you think there's a vulnerability in partner dancing? Oh my God, yes. I do too. It's and I think that when we, uh, this is a little pun, but when we step into the vulnerability of dancing, um, I do think that that lends itself well to connectivity because of the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. The who you come across like can impact how that might feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, if, and if you're feeling like it's a very vulnerable thing to show up and say, I'm going to try something in a society where it's not, you know, always promoted, like you should take a break and dance, go play, go have fun. You know, no, it's like, go work. <laughs> yeah. And do other stuff. Um, but so there is that vulnerability of saying, okay, I'm going to choose this for myself. I'm going to choose to do something that maybe I've always wanted to do. Um, and I'm going to show up and have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Mm. And with a bunch of people that look like they all know what they're doing and that they seem to all know each other. It's a scary thing. Wow. That is that. Yeah. When you put it like that, that is super extra vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, I did not have that experience coming in. I was like, this girl has not danced in so long. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a, that's a tough spot. All these people yeah. know what they're doing. They look like they know what they're doing. They know each other. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I commend anybody mm-hmm. just saying you showed up. Like, thank you for choosing to show up for yourself and also for being a part of this. Like, you know, whatever your experience or past experiences coming in, all of that impacts. So that's what I tell students all the time in class. I'm like, whatever we brought in from our day is one thing, right? Then whatever we bring in from all of the years is a whole other thing. So, I mean, we, it is super vulnerable, but so rewarding. It is so rewarding. Yeah. So what, yeah. what do you think if I were just to say, hey, Summer, you're making a brochure. Give mm-hmm. me like the top three benefits that you mm-hmm. see that people get out of beginning. And, and, I, and let me say, I think that the benefits and the experience from learning a partner dance, totally different from the benefits and learning from a solo dance, but you're the dance instructor. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But what would you say top three benefits from learning a partnered dance? So how I like to put it and how we, I say we, because there's also, you know, Charlotte Latin dance and my Mm -hmm. mentors there. Um, You're learning something new. You are moving your body. It's a, it's a form of exercise and you get to meet new people. Hmm. So those are my, my top three, right. Of like, Hey, you get so many benefits by showing up. You get to learn something new. You get to move your body 
and not be at the gym, even though the gym has so many benefits and, and workout classes. Um, this is just a different way of moving your body. Um, and there's, you have an opportunity to meet other people all while learning to dance. Mm. So our mission is to really keep it fun because it is fun. It can be hard and it can be serious and, you know, you want to train, that's your goal, then let's go. But yeah. if the goal is like, oh, I have a wedding coming up and I want to do this, or my husband does this, or my girlfriend does this, and my, I've just always wanted to do it. There's so many different, you know, reasons people choose to, to come out. But yeah, I mean, that those are, to me, the top three. Then, of course, you could go a little bit deeper, but... <laughs> The, the brochure, the initial draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, like, you know, I, I totally get that. Most people um, <laughs> come to me and the way I, the way I market health coaching, do you want to mm -hmm. lose weight? Because most people mm -hmm. say, come to me and Amy, I, I need to lose 20 pounds. It's usually 20, 25. I, I need mm -hmm. to lose 20, 25 pounds. Um, that's why I need you. I'm like, okay, great. We start talking. And within the first 15 minutes, it was, it's, well, actually, you know, if I could be confident in my body, then that would make a complete difference in how I show up at work. It would make yes. a difference in how many times I go to the gym, how often I feel the confidence to reach out of my comfort zone. It, you know, so really, I mean, like the weight is the weight, um, but really it's the other stuff that goes sort of the deeper dive after the brochure bullet points. Because everybody mm -hmm. comes to me saying, I want more energy, I want to exercise more, and I need to lose weight. Great. Right, right. That is actually not what they want. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's, what, that's like the surface of what they think they want. But there's the there's the juice, the juice yeah. underneath all what those things bring you. Yeah. I love the juice. Oh, geez. Me too. <laughs> me too. I, I love I love the uh, juice of Dan. And, you know, like I'm an avid CrossFitter. Love CrossFit. Been doing it for a lot of years through a lot of life stages, you know, through um, my children are young, my children are traveling soccer, my children are old, I'm empty nesting, you know, through a lot of stages. And I'm pretty well known in my CrossFit gyms for dancing. For dancing, I love yes. And in fact, um, there was a, a time in my life where my marriage was, ending and it was really, 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 really tough. And then it got a little better. And one of my gym members came up to me one day and she said, Oh, I love it that you're dancing again. You haven't danced in so long. And I was like, Oh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we see it. Right. And you feel it. You got to be able to just like you said, it's the, it's the juice that needs to get out. I know. It's and sometimes the dance got to come out. <laughs> having dance. And even if you're not there, that is always a part of you. Mm -hmm. And then to have that freedom of space. Even yes. If it's in such a tumultuous time of like, oh yeah, this is hard. This is hard. Yeah. But moving movement and and that expression, whether it's to make us happier, whether it's just, again, 
shake it, get it out. <laughs> get it off of me. <laughs> get it off of me. So that's perfect because the other thing I want to talk about in this podcast, um, yeah. you know, when, when you look at the Duke Integrative Medicine Wheel of Health, they've got different areas on there. And one area uh, is movement, exercise, and rest. That's how they quantify that they stick all those together, movement, exercise, and rest. And I really, 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 really love the way they do that because for me, and I think for you, it is movement, not always in structured dance, um, but literally like we just shook our hands. Like I know when, when I'm bound up with energy and I'm stressed out about something or I'm a little bit too frazzled, if I do a good shake, mm-hmm. it does get some of that energy off. Absolutely. So talk to me about movement, because I know that you also do some of those things, too. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually like me personally, I'm learning more of it for my own self and my own like one of my or not one. My therapist is she does a lot of somatic work and um, we do lots of different body movements just to be able to ground or if you know, certain emotions, certain things, certain sensations come up. It's like, okay, how can we move it through the body? How can we let it process and get out? Because so much of that gets stored in, right? And the body keeps score. God, doesn't it? Yes. It yeah. Sure does. It is quite amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually, it's incredible. Um, so, yeah, I have had instructors throughout the years where I've taken class and it's completely changed my life. Mm. Right. So one of them, I love her, Aubrey. Uh, she did a, a work. I had her come here and, and do a workshop and it was the first time where it was really inviting movement, but not structured, just play, just move. And she would prompt us in different ways. And it's so scary, right? Because you're like, I look like the biggest fool. But then you're like, ah, no, this feels Mm -hmm. amazing. Because if you allow yourself, if you're just like, okay, I'm I'm here. Let me lean into this. Um, You know, even if it's moving like a certain animal or moving like a certain element, um, how you can connect that idea and your expression of movement, it gets you out. It gets you out. It, it gets you out of your head and into your body so that you can have that play. You can have fun in that movement, but it also stirs. So emotions come up because that body keeps the score. And once we start learn that body, our body, mm-hmm. they keep the score. And if we are moving, then we're moving a lot of ourselves inside. So gosh, there are times where I just need to like turn the music up in here in my house and just move. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be great. I just need to move. It could be really low. It could be really high. It could be fast. It could be shaking. It could just be rocking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her class 
completely changed that my, my life was changed in that moment. Oh, I love that. She really contributed to you. I love her. And yeah, so it, through the years and, and getting to meet other women that have really, you know, shared so many wonderful things that have impacted my life. Um, you know, I, I actually created an event around it called Wild. Really? Um, yeah, so my first one, it was 2019, and it's um, willing, uh, <laughs> willing, inspired. At first, it was ladies and dance. Now it's willing, inspired, lean in, dance. So oh. it is a dance event, but it's going to the juice. It's going mm. to the root. It's going to us and and connecting more for ourselves in different ways, along with the community that's there. But so that you can see the difference of how you show up on the dance floor. It's like, you know, some of us only want to learn the moves and we want to do this and we want to do this. And yes, I'm here. Let's go through the motions. But then if you just go in a little bit more, um, you see the difference of the, the, the joy, the true joy mm-hmm. or different expression of, of, uh, of them. And that's what, that's where that creativity comes through. That's where all of that beautiful expression comes in, but it doesn't have to look the same. And that's the fun part. Mm. So yeah, movement is powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah, no, I agree. I I recently um, got for myself that when, well, I'll tell you what, it was last year. I was training for a CrossFit competition. I hadn't competed in CrossFit in probably five years. And this is like post-move, post-divorce. I mean, it was like everything had happened. And um, so I worked with a trainer here down at CrossFit Reignited, um, Steph Grange, who I love. And I said, I needed to learn how to ski erg because they're going to ski erg in the competition. So I'm like, pull in, I'm pulling, I'm pulling. And she says, how do you feel? <laughs> and some of what people say to me, how do I feel? <laughs> like, I'm going to be unpacking my suitcase, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Are you charging by the minute? <laughs> you know, right? So, so I'm like, just wrecking it on this ski erg. And she's like, how do you feel? And I said, I feel angry. And then she was like, okay, but like, how's your body? Because she really wanted to know, like, how are you tolerating? (laughs) I don't care about how you're feeling. I'm talking about how you're tolerating this. So, um, but it was, it was then that I realized that certain movements helped me express anger. Yes. And they were this reach overhead, pull down and slam below. Yeah. So, um, what I've started doing is when I do feel angry, I'll go into the gym and I will make a workout for myself where I am taking a heavy ball above my head and slamming it to the ground where I'm on the ski erg and I'm pulling down and where I get a sledgehammer and hit a tire Mm -hmm. because it's that same, I'm opening my body and I'm closing my body quickly. And I've noticed that that helps me process anger. Oh, I love it. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering, 
do you have those ahas about, you know, when I feel this way, typically I need to do this movement or is it just more free flow in the moment or both? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me personally, like I'm learning those similar tools, right? Of like, I didn't know by pushing on a wall that brought out anger. I didn't know by twisting a towel, like how much anger and sadness can come up. Um, So it's interesting, like not dance related, but you know, how to be able to, to invite and be with Mm. those emotions and then how to get it out of our bodies, right? Let it process. Um, I find for me, it's like when I'm sad, I have to move. So, you know, no matter what the music is, like whatever I put on, again, it could just be rocking, but then something moves. Like I have to like bigger movements down to the ground, back up. Um, It's all in the moment. Like I don't have anything very specific. Uh, And maybe that's because what I do is rather structured kind of, I've been like, you know, this music comes on. So we do this, even though it's all improvisation, even though you get to express in so many different ways to the music and with your partner and it's freaking phenomenal. Um, But yeah, in the moment, I don't know what I don't, Mm. I don't have a, I don't have it, but I, I, I love that you've created a workout. Oh yeah. Like just do that and just been like, all right, these are, these work for me when this happens. That's great. Yeah. And it's, it's been fun because people at the gym have been like, you know, we, when I started CrossFit, we actually did sledgehammers and tires a lot more than we do now. And, um, so it's somewhat uncommon to, to walk in to our CrossFit and see somebody hammering away <laughs> on, on the tire. And so somebody said to me one time, like, oh yeah, I saw you like flipping the tire and, you know, doing the sledgehammers. And I immediately, I was like, oh yeah, I was pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I was really struggling that day with wanting to, and, and I was not only pissed off, but I wanted to move it out. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't want to stay pissed off. I don't, I don't enjoy being pissed off, Amy. And so, no. you know, why are we having a discussion about dance and movement on a health podcast? That's why. Mm-hmm. It's not what just the physiologic is- movement and the benefit from the physiologic movement, but it's the, oh, it's the juice. Mm-hmm. It is the juice. But what I love, just to go back to that, is that you told that person why. Oh, yeah. Doing it. <laughs> you know, instead of like, yeah, it's just, we don't see it at the gym too much anymore. It's just what we do. It's like, no, like, this is why I'm doing this, which is such a wonderful invitation. Oh, I never like, thought about it like that. Yeah. Like, if that person is feeling, you know, a certain way coming to the gym or knowing that they need to get something out, like maybe they'll try it or maybe they'll just try maybe, dance. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they'll try dance. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause there is a reason I go to dance, you know, and it's the juice. Yeah. And, and the, and the brochure points are also good and I need them. Like I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be new to an area. Of course I deal with loneliness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm new to an area and I'm an empty nester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl gets lonely. And mm-hmm. how do I um, process that? Uh, how do I go into action on um, correcting that for myself, taking responsibility 
for like, okay, I've got a piece of my life that needs some, some action because I'm not mm. satisfied and fulfilled in that. So how do I do that safely? I mean, I can go to a bar and take somebody home. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to do, right. but I'm saying uh, that to me is sort of societally easier then mm-hmm. I'm going to sign up for a dance class where everybody else knows the steps and each other, but I'm going to mm-hmm. walk in there and not know anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That takes some vulnerability. It really does. Yeah. We have lots of, lots of different stages of life, right? Mm-hmm. Newly divorced, separated, um, death. Newly and married. Newly married. Newly. We have a baby and we don't do anything together, together anymore. Yeah baby. Yeah. I'm a mom or I'm a dad or whatever. It's like, I need to do something for myself. Mm. Just like you said, taking that responsibility and yeah. Yeah. What, and that's so fun, right? It's like, you know, the beginner classes, I've like, this is another thing that I like to tell people is, yeah, we all start somewhere, but everybody is there to do the same exact thing as you and Mm. everybody's all over the place. Right. So you all have the same goal. And so do we <laughs> as yeah. your guides. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's important. It's important. Mm. It's important for us to do these things for ourselves. Um, yeah. Because we choose not to or feel like we can't or shouldn't mm-hmm. for so long. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I just want to thank you so much for um, being you, uh, being that gentle God in in a very vulnerable space, for creating that space, bringing that space to Wilmington, for having it for free in your pop ups all over town. Like that's the best thing ever, and I appreciate you for that. And I appreciate um, your own journey into the juice and the- yeah. Because as you continue to journey, you're dragging all your little school people, myself included, right behind you. And that's a good thing. So thanks for sharing yourself with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll see you um, in my dance shoes soon, I'm sure. Uh, So for anybody who is listening and is thinking like, oh, my gosh, how do I get into that? All of Summers and Wilmington Latin Dance links, they'll all be in the show notes so you can find her easily. And if you love this and if you have a dance partner that you love, please like and subscribe and share the podcast. Y'all have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast. I hope that it has helped you create a new possibility for your health and sets you into action to go get it. If you want more information or if you want to connect with me, visit my website at myhealthylife.coach. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that each new Healthy AF episode will be sent directly to you. Let's take you from where you are to where you want to go. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. 
Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.